Hello everybody and welcome to It's That Football Show. It's a brand new podcast all about talking football. Uh, the Premier League will be taking centre stage, but we still aim to have episodes based around the Football League and all the competitions around the world that we can cover. Uh, we're just here to talk all things football and want to get as many of you involved as we can. Let's get some discussions going and fans from all teams welcome. Let's just build an exciting community based on fear instead of hate. Now, the episodes will hopefully be as regular as possible, a variety of different episodes, some on the Premier League, some League 2, some around the world, etc, etc. They'll all vary in length, depending on the subject matter. We'll do one main one every week, though, around the weekend's action. Uh, this week, however, we'll be missing out on that, as the plan for today will be to go through the predictions. Now, of course, the Premier League will take the centre stage, however... We will be covering League 2, League 1 and the Championship as well. Now, on a side note, I know the quality will not be of the highest. But we are looking to improve that. This is more of a hobby and something to look to go into the new season with meeting a bunch of new supporters, new fans, fans of different teams and create a more of a, a debate than anything else. Any suggestions on how to make it better? Any suggestions on what else to improve the quality? Please fire them our way. Uh, hashtag it's that football show on Twitter. And we'll look over everything, really. And, yeah, we want, we want to make this the best it can be. But solely focusing on the beautiful game. Now, let's just get into today's topic. We're going to be talking predictions. Now, disclaimer. I know I'm going to piss a lot of you off. I know there's going to be a lot of fans that don't agree. Some fans that might. There'll be some decisions that you'll think are quite outrageous. But then there'll be others that have been sensible. It's completely down to opinions. There's always a few upsets up and down the league. So it's a difficult one to ever get right predictions. But we are going to give it our best shot here. We're going to see how many we get when it comes to end of the season. It'll be a great podcast to look back on now we will start with the big one as i know that'll be what most people are after we won't leave it in suspense till the end uh, and then we'll go league two league one ending with the championship um the premier league the main reason we'll probably go first will go first sorry as you can see completely unedited um <laughs> they will go first for the premier league just because it hasn't started yet you can see that there's been no influence by this weekend's results uh, the only thing that's really happened is the Funit Shield, which everyone doing their predictions will be able to judge off. So, let's start with Premier League, and let's just get into it. In 20th, of course, we have Sheffield United. Now, I think most people will have Sheffield United finishing bottom this season. Uh, it's been a confusing transfer window when you consider most, most clubs are filled with optimism. I just can't see where that optimism comes from. I haven't seen much optimism on social media from Sheffield United fans. They've sold arguably the best players and I just don't see where they get the points. I don't see where they get goals and I don't think they're strong enough to rely on 1-0 wins up and, up and down the country this season. So for me, I, I'm, not, I'm not keen on whatever the plan is and I will be honestly blown away if they don't go straight back down. Uh, 19th, Luton, again, I feel like this is everyone's bottom too. I don't feel like there's much debate. I think some people are 
hoping for a bit much of Luton just because it's a bit of an underdog story and we've seen it in the past with promoted sides surprise us. Uh, but I think they know what to expect. They're building a very solid team of players who won't be on selling money. And they'll believe they can almost become similar to how a Norwich has been. I, say. I think they'll be looking to almost come back up rather than stay up at this time of asking. Build that foundation as a top championship team, a lower Premier League team. And kind of build from there. Like They've done fantastic to get to where they are. And they need to take advantage of it while they can and while they're in the situation to... Uh, 18th, I have Wolves. Now, this is a tough one because I do think the manager is one of the, actually, arguably top 10 in the league. I think that'll be a thing for you all to debate. But I honestly think he's done fantastic with Wolves. He's come in, he's kept them up last season. Uh, they've done very well. They've scraped a lot of wins, which is why I think they'll go down this year. I don't, as much as he might have a bit of the X Factor, I don't think they have any. He's been quite vocal with his disappointment about the funding. And you can't really blame him. There's some players going out, but not really much coming in. I think it's going to be a long year for Wolves. I, I, I just can't see them staying up. I think it'll be too much to ask of them. Maybe something will change in the, in the January transfer window. But right now we're hearing that they won't be spending much money. In 17th, Nottingham Forest. Um, I think realistically backing Cooper last season is what kept them up and I think it will again I think they've made too many signings last season and everyone that understands the Premier League knew there was way too many players to bed in there was way too many players on the training ground and it was just a lot to deal with now you could, you'd say Steve Cooper's probably found his best team whereas they didn't have that before there was still a lot of players interchanging they've got losing some of the players i think they need to fix the goalkeeper option obviously henderson is not back yet uh but gives why i think a lot of people question how much he went for i've personally liked gives white but i never thought it was worth 40 million and yet somehow he's gone there and i think he's been fantastic and i can't see him being at the forest for too much longer they need to take advantage of that star power from Gibbs White, look to progress. Another year in the Premier League, I think they'd take it now. I'd be very surprised if they were upset with that. I think that'd be a good season for Forrest. 16th, Fulham. Now, this is a tough one to get. Uh, I think second season syndrome will hit a bit. You see a lot of newly promoted sides sink a bit lower in the second season. Um, and also, of course, you've got the Mitrovic rumours. Now, they do seem to have died down a bit, and I think when it push comes to shove, I think he will choose to want to play football. But the win transfer window in Saudi Arabia, I believe, shuts later than the Premier League. Shuts a few weeks later. We've heard Klopp complain about it. I mean, that could cause upset. If they came back in for Mitrovic and the season had started, well, it just throws everything suddenly into disarray. He's their star man. He got so many goals from last year. I don't know where else they get them goals to that extent. But I do think they have enough. I think they're better than the sides below them without Mitrovic. And I think when push comes to shove, I'd back for him to stay in the league this season. And if Mitrovic stays and he's happy, being the main thing, I think you know they could push up a little bit higher. But I think this bottom 10 
from 10th downwards are not close enough to the top nine. I think any of them could finish anywhere almost. It could be that close. But I don't think any of them realistically can break and into the top nine or any higher. Um, so Fulham 16th. Keep an eye on that one. Everton 15th. I think they're one of the toughest teams to call. I think every year we kind of expect a bit more than Everton. But I've seen a lot of predictions this year being the opposite. I think a lot of people have finally given up on Everton. A lot of people have them to go down. But realistically, with that stadium around the corner, I can't see them letting them go down. Now, they haven't spent loads of money, but there's been rumours here and there. Not uh, from Leeds would be an unbelievable signing, in my opinion. But would he have the ability to come into the side now and keep them up? I'm not sure. I think a lot of their season will rely on Dominic Calvert-Lewin staying fit. I think they looked so much better on the ball when he was playing, giving them a bit of a vocal point. Uh, but realistically, they will be fighting relegation again. I think Sean Dyche does have enough to have a full season to build this side, get them playing how he wants them to play, tough to beat. The fans will always get behind them, create an atmosphere on the trip into the stadium. I think they stay up. I think 15th. And I think they'd take it now. It's progress. Uh, 14th, Palace. Now, I struggle with Palace because the Roy Hodgson appointment was extremely confusing. But he's done one hell of a job. He's got him playing better football again. He's given you Eze's and your Elise's room to create, room to almost bring the best out of them. And I think we've seen that Eze looks terrific. There hasn't been much talk about him, but Elise is supposedly on his way out. 35 million release clause, which has gone a little quiet, so you never know. If they can keep hold of both of them, there's a chance Palace climb a couple of places. And But I still think the squad's a bit thin on the ground. I think, again, one of them get injured, and suddenly you've got a lot of question marks. I think 14th, though, I think that's a very respectable finish. It just keeps them as they are. They're a solid Premier League outfit now. Uh, so we'll move on to 13th with Burnley. Now, Burnley's a tough one for me because I've watched a lot of predictions and read a lot of predictions in the build-up to making this to try and get as good of understanding as possible. And I think I've been persuaded here. Now, I always wonder if... Teams that play so lucratively, lucratively, sure, in the championship can play that way in the Premier League. They can get picked apart. But you even see with Leeds, I mean, Bielsa's style is obviously very different, but it could take teams a while to get used to Burnley's style, which could get them enough wins, could shock enough teams to really get enough points. And I think they will. I think Company's a good enough manager. I think some of the signs have been quite good. And I think with that, they are going to be a good enough Premier League team. I mean, realistically, the transformation of the squad from when they went down to now they've come back up is really good just in the sense of they're not the same Burnley and I don't know if teams will be ready for that. I think there'll be a stereotype on Burnley almost. I think they'll be somewhere between 11th and 16th. I think 13th is a, is a happy medium. Um, 12th. Now, it's getting tougher and tougher. But I'm going to go Brentford. Uh, they're a very well set up side. 
and Thomas Frank has done unbelievable. I'm not sure how long he'll realistically stay at Brentford for. I mean, the project they've got there and the way they do their business, he, he could stay. And he's it's a safe job in the sense that he is loved and has every right to be. He's created a fantastic side. Um, Of course, that side will be without Ivan Tony. Now, can they perform as well without him? I, I think they will more, more often than not. But they need to take the chances without him. And he can score a lot of goals and he does a lot of jobs that you perhaps don't see like it'll be a lot to fill those boots i think they'll have enough i think when he comes back it'll be interesting to see if he can find his form again uh but i think they'll stay up i think they'll they'll struggle a bit more just because other sides are improving but 12th would be a very good season for brentford without their arguably star man for a large portion um this one is a bit of debate at the moment. There's a, I've seen a lot of variety in where everyone's putting them. It's West Ham. Now, West Ham. It looks a mess at the moment. They've got the money in for Rice, which Arsenal didn't do them any favours of how long it took to get that deal over the line and finalised. But they've got the money now. And as, as of recording this, Alvarez seems to all be but signed, which is a good signing. Will he needs to be bedded into the league though. How quickly will he do well? Um I think I think they're going places West Ham. I do. I think people are forgetting how good the side can be. Now my issue with West Ham is I don't think they have the depth. They have Europe once again, which will ask a lot of them. So I'm very torn. The big thing for me is with the disruptions, they're either going to splash the cash into David Moyes, give him everything he wants, and with that, I think he can produce, or David Moyes is going to be gone. They'll bring a new manager in that will want to take part in the project. They're a European club at the minute, West Ham. Got a good stadium, got a good fan base. So I think it'll be so close in the bottom half. I think they'll have the quality. At least maybe towards the end of the season under a new manager or maybe I don't know I just I don't think they'll be as low as some people are saying I think 11th for me and then we go on to probably one a lot of you might call my most outrageous pick in 10th and you've been waiting for them I imagine Bournemouth I very much imagine a lot of people are laughing because realistically it's Bournemouth 10th place I may have gone one or two too high because I do really love the recruitment that's taken place. It's, it's so smart. They've really got an eye for talent at the moment. And the list of signings is just terrific. And if they can bed these players in, they can play this new pressing style the manager wants. <clears throat> I just think they'll shock a lot of teams. I think they already did last season. I don't think... People realise Gary on he's not the best manager. He, he he did a very good job and he deserves to a lot of credit for how he did and now he got the team going, especially with Parker just almost threw in the tile tile bloody hell, towel after a few weeks. Uh so I do think Bournemouth will shock everybody. I think they're gonna play some really nice football as well. I think Slank will only get better. I think Atara um, it all continues to improve and what a January signing he was and you've got all the new signings I, I think Bournemouth are going to have a very very good season um, and that rounds off 
one section of the league, if you like. I think after that, we're getting into the big boys. And with the big boys comes even bigger decisions. Now, this top nine is almost impossible to call. I think it's almost in, in sections. I'd almost say from ninth to fourth, I could see going in pretty much any order. I, I am pretty set on my top three as of recording. Uh, but we'll start with ninth. And that will be Brighton. I think they've probably lost one too many key players to keep things ticking over nicely. I think we'll see a lot of the signings they've made over the last few years shine. Uh, they always come good. Eventually, they've got a fantastic depart scouting department. And realistically, they've got Europe. Now, for a squad like Brighton's, that isn't the deepest. It's, it's a good squad. And we'll get to see a lot of exciting young new signings that they've made over the years. But I don't think it's filled with the quality to really charge forward in the Premier League and in Europe. I think it's somewhere, depending on the group they get given, some point in the season, focus will have to be split. Um, but they do play terrific football and I'm very excited to see how they deal with a longer campaign. But Caicedo is surely going. McAllister's already gone. That's a big change in midfield because they are both quality midfielders. And a couple of injuries and you suddenly, you're struggling a little. But ninth. Uh, Villa in eighth. Now, I think I'm favouring the big sits a bit too much here. Because I've been going back and forth with Villa. Uh, I could definitely see them breaking into... Even the top five, I think Emery has made some unbelievable signings. Now, one of my biggest reasons for them finishing eighth is I actually do think they'll win the Conference League. I think Emery is a genius when it comes to Europe. And I think once they enter that stage, their focus will go on that a little bit. Maybe the top five pulls away a bit too much and then they focus on the European competition. But they are heading in the right direction and they will keep only getting better. But when you've got such a strong top nine, maybe eventually a top ten with West Ham if they could eventually get up there, it just makes it difficult. But it's only positive for Aston Villa in my opinion. And I'm sure they'd take a trophy. They'll have been watch I'm sure there'll been a lot of Villa fans that have seen West Ham lift that trophy and thought, Oh, I'd like a bit of that. So yeah. Good season for Villa, I'm expecting. Um, seventh, Tottenham Hotspur. Now, I am excited by the manager. I think he brings with him a very exciting style of play. And it does look like they'll be keeping Harry Kane. Now, my issue with that is I don't think they're good enough this year. I think defensively, they are still quite a bit off the pace. I think they'll score a lot of goals and I think he brings that style with him. Uh, the manager, so I just thought I think they'll, they're too leaky at the back and the issue with Harry Kane if he goes for free next year is they'll lose the money to rebuild and they're delaying it for arguably another mediocre finish but that is down 
Daniel Levy, whatever he thinks is best, of course, for Spurs. I think one thing to keep an eye on would be Spurs in the domestic cups. No Europe, and arguably probably not going to be close to the Premier League. So I think there'll be a lot of, and I think you've heard it from Kulazewski, they want Kane to stay, they want him to sign a new contract. He's their star man, he's the one that will take them to the next level if the rest of the team get there. So I think there might be a lot of focus on just getting him that trophy, just getting that niggling annoyance off of him, winning a trophy, and then seeing what can happen with Spurs. Because once you get rid of it, so it might just release a whole lot of tension around the club. But for now, I think seventh in the league, let's keep an eye on the club run. Sixth, Newcastle. Um, I think they overachieved last season, I'm not going to lie. And I think playing once a week really helped that, of course. They did well in the Carabao Cup. But they didn't have that many extra games. Once a week, it's a lot easier to get a small squad up for. And it's a lot more what they're used to. It's a different type of scouting your opponents. A lot of variety of styles of play that come with the Champions League. Um, And I'm just not sure their backups are on the same level as the teams above them. I think when they have to be called upon in really big moments, if injuries were to hit, I don't think they'll have it. Although I think Eddie Howe just... Simply magnificent. I think he's done so much for the club already. He's building a legendary status there. And I, I just hope they keep giving him time. Because a sixth would be a terrific finish for Newcastle. But at the same time, I could even see it being as low as eight. The point is, is they've taken so many forward steps to make themselves a European club already. Which, yes, they've spent money. But the big thing about Newcastle is that they were fighting relegation. They needed to spend money anyway, never mind with the ownership coming in. So, I just think he's done terrific. And I think it'll be really interesting to see where he can take them, where will Newcastle be in a few years. Right now, though, sixth, just missing out on the Champions League. And then in fifth, fourth and fifth are, are tough because the transfer window's not shut yet. And I think both these sides... Well, maybe mid team in fifth more than fourth, but can push forward and suddenly everything can change in the space of a week at the moment. There's lots of ifs, buts, and maybes, but I have to base it mainly on what I have at hand. And fifth is, is my club, it's Liverpool. Now, I do believe in Klopp, I think he is unbelievable. Uh, he's really installed belief again, but this season. I just don't have it. I think as far as rebuilds go, it's quite poor to lose so many players and to only make two signings, who were two very good signings, as I might add, but it's not enough. I think up front, Liverpool look fantastic. Um, I think we're going to score plenty of goals. I think it's going to be like the early Klopp days. We saw a lot of high-scoring games. We always go back to that game at Norwich, uh, 5-4 with Lallana scoring late. But I think we could see a lot of them. I think up front we look terrific. In midfield we've got a lot of creativity. But we don't even have a six right now. Lavia is the man that looks like we're after. And we're putting all his eggs in this basket of getting this deal done before we focus on other deals. And that is going to cost us, in my opinion. I think playing as a lone six could also be tough for him. 
I'm just not sure he'll be a, as a young lad he can come in to a Liverpool side trying to challenge North fronts and control games like the fans are perhaps expecting. Now, is it an exciting signing? Yes, we do need to plan for the future. We've probably the poor investment we've had over the last few years has left us in this position where we've had to get rid of these older players. The contracts of some of the players came up and they should have been sold a year or two ago. We haven't revitalised the squad and we needed to this summer and at the moment it doesn't look like we have. We're two midfielders and a defender short as things stand at the very least and we've lost a hell of a lot of experience. Something needs to change. The defence has looked poor in pre-season. But there's a lot of poor teams in the league, I'd argue, at the minute. So, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. I'm going to go fifth. Head over heart, I must admit. I'll, after they've done the Premier predictions, I'll tell you what my bet for the season was. And I did actually go in my heart, if you like. And I went with a putter win the league. Now, that was a couple of weeks ago when I thought there were going to be drastic changes. But I still do think there is a possibility there. Liverpool is a, a bit of a wild card for me. But I, in my opinion, right now, depending on injuries, depending on if they even get anyone else in, because of how messy it is, they may be the only team that can finish anywhere between first and ninth. Other than, if you like, the next side, Chelsea. Now, their squad has been thinned out. But unlike Liverpool's, to an extent, they needed it a lot more. Let's put it that way. It looks a lot healthier. It's more. It's a lot easier for Poch to deal with, but at the same time, they look very short in midfield. And again, with injuries could cause them. But they only play once a week, which is what I think the difference will be. You know, if we look after players a bit more, focus each and every week on a singular opponent, not have to travel around Europe. I think will help them a hell of a lot. Potch will bring structure. He'll get the best out of some of the young players. And they have actually made some decent signings. And I think Enzo will only show how good he is this season. I think fourth for Chelsea. And I think that'll be a very good year considering the disaster that happened last year. And in third, this I think this top three at the moment, until, unless the others make signings. I think this top three might be a little bit further clear and I really can't make my mind up on the order. Uh, but in third I am going to go Manchester United. I think they'll be a lot closer but I don't think they'll be close enough. I think they've made some good signs, they've identified weak areas of the team but you know you've still got Varane who will very likely miss a few games through injury and I'm not sure Lindelof and definitely not Maguire are good enough to partner Martinez and I think that'll show I think I think Onana is a good goalkeeper. I think a lot of people that dislike Manchester United have tried to discredit him. I think he'll do well. But he does have a mistake in him and it's a tough league to get used to. Maybe a few teeth in problems. Uh, I think Mason Mount's a good signing. It'd be exciting to see him in the role that Ten Hag wants him to play. Uh, but I do think that midfield's weak. I think Casemiro is guaranteed at least a couple of suspensions. Um, he will be expected to play in the big Champions League games, which then brings doubt onto his fitness for the Premier League games once we get to the end part of the season. So I do think he might struggle a little. 
and I don't think they have anyone close to Casemiro's ability. I think he's the big point, big reason, sorry, of why they got top four last year. They've needed a holding midfielder of his quality for a while, and they need to start possibly planning what they're going to do without him. Uh, but then they're also reliant on Hoyland to hit the ground running, and I just, I think it might take a, a season. Uh, he does have quality, and the way Manchester United play, I think he'll do very well. I think Rashford will continue his form to an extent. I don't think he can be as good as he has been, though, and we saw that back in the last season. But the reason I think they'll get third and steer clear of uh, Chelsea and Liverpool is Bruno Fernandes. I think he is unbelievable. I don't like him. He's horrible to play against. But in terms of actual ability, he's an unbelievable player. And I think he'll get double figures for goals and assists this year. And he'll carry them up the league, especially as captain. I think he'll take that in stride. But I don't think he'll be able to get them above Arsenal, who I have in second. I, I don't think City will win the league this year, this year, but I'm looking at it and I'm looking at some of the notes I've got written down and I just, I, I can't see who beats them. I don't think Arsenal are ready yet. I think Arsenal have to give an, a good account of themselves in the Champions League and I think they will. I think the fans have missed it. I think there'll be some fantastic nights to be had at the Emirates. Uh, but because of that, I also think that will bring them short in the league. I just... They're also a Saliba injury away from crumbling again. I think we saw it in the Community Shield, for example. He is class. He's fast. He's strong. He reads the game amazingly. He's levels above the backups. Um, maybe you could argue, could you put Timber in, in centre-back if that came to it? And then obviously you've got Tierney and Zinchenko. Go left back if we're basing it off the community shield. They look a lot stronger. But I think the Champions League is a lot harder than the Europa League and they won't be able to change the squad quite how they have done. Uh, so I am going to put Arsenal in second for now. I also don't think they have goal scorer. Um, Havertz missed a couple of good chances in community shield in the Arsenal were the better side for me. They created the better chances at least. Um, a different strike on a different day. Arsenal win that game. And don't need a last minute reflection. So, Arsenal second. I'm going to stick with it. Uh, mm, Arsenal City, Arsenal City. No, Arsenal second. City, unfortunately, to win the league again. Pep is a genius. His adaptability every season to figure out what works and to get the best out of his players is amazing. I think he'll be reliant on youth this year, but I think they're all good enough. City's academy, I don't think people realise like they've put measures in place to make sure soon they will start producing the best talent. And once they do, they don't have to go anywhere to buy it anymore. So they are just here to stay, and I think we're going to start to see this season some of that talent actually make a real, real impact. So I re I, I do believe, yeah, City, City will win the league. The defence is too good. That's what's done it for me. Is when you have Haaland, who's going to score the goals, 
and a defence that I just can't see them conceding over 20. I can't. I, they've only improved it. They've got such state, such stability at the back. And then they've got Rodgers. They've even got Calvin Phillips who don't get a game. And suddenly everyone's calling him rubbish. He's a quality player as well. And they've got such a healthy balance. City win the league. Although if they do lose any more players and have to rebuild anymore, I will start. I will probably have to go Arsenal. It's tight. It's close. This city should be pushed close, but I think we're going to see a lot of one nils, two nils, and that'll win City the title in the end through a very, very good defence. And there we have it. That is my Premier League predictions. I can't imagine how many of them you all disagree with, but I'd love to hear about it. I'd love for you all to tweet at hashtag it's that football show. And let me know. Um Yeah, there's not really much else to say about the Premier League. I think it's gonna be an exciting season and we'll obviously go into the reviews after the games. Uh most of our uploads will tend to be about the Premier League. Because I'm not sure how much uploads we'll be doing right now. Uh, so yeah, they are Premier League is the main focus. That's of course my chosen league. That's the Liverpool support. It's the league I'll be keeping an eye on. So yeah, hopefully there'll be plenty more videos for Premier League supporters to watch. And I hope you stick around with the rest of this because we've got a lot to cover. Now my knowledge of the other leagues isn't great. I'm not going to lie. I'm, there'll be a lot of fans of football league clubs very much I imagine disagreeing with some of my predictions. Uh but I've done I've done the research, I've I've looked over dozens of predictions at this point and kind of tried to get my own from the variety of opinions, which is all you really can do. Now the exciting thing for me is to be hear it from you guys to get football league fans on as well and hear about just how close it is, because I don't think Premier League fans realise the competitiveness down the Football League. The championship quality is ridiculous, and League 1 and League 2 is only getting stronger every single year. So, I do think it is the toughest leagues to call. Right, anyway, enough of all that. Let's get into League 2. Um, in 24th, I have got Crawley Town. Now, I think most people, unfortunately for Crawley, have them rock bottom. It just seems to always be talk off the pitch rather than on it. I've just not seen anything that convinces me to go against what everyone else is saying, if you like. I'm struggling to see the positives, and I think they'll be 24th, 23rd is Harrogate. Now, I think they've done terrific to stay in the league as long as they have, but I do think the division's only getting stronger. I think they've done well the last few years, but I think time, the time will come. Uh, Markham in 22nd, this is one of the tougher calls, but they've kind of ended up here just because I'm weighing them up against the others more than anything else. I just... I rate others' chances a bit more, but they are a side that's they have a tough one to pin down for me. Twenty first Wimbledon. Uh I didn't expect 
much last season and they were still disappointing. Uh, a few decent business, but I'd say a lot of other teams do look stronger. I think they'll stay off again, though. Uh, Forest Green. Now, they were not even close to the National League one last season for me. They looked a bit weak, and the quality difference in divisions isn't as big as a lot of people probably think it is. Now, I think the big thing for Forest Green is they're on, they weren't winning games, and it becomes a bit of a mentality. So, early run of form could definitely affect my my view on them. I think you know, as much as a lot of people do have them down there, I think they have a bit of quality to get back out. Now, of course, after recording this, we know they lost their opening home game to Salford City. Uh, like we also know, Crawley beat Bradford. So I am trying to make sure these predictions aren't influenced by the first week results. Because realistically, it's also one game out of 46. I don't think many teams will be affected by what's happened this week. So, yeah. I think Forest Green will be low. Uh, 20th is about right for me. The 19th, Walsall. Now, I'm sure I read it was two wins in 23. And it's just hard to get much optimistic. Uh, too much. What am I even saying? Too much optimism from that. I think they'll have too much to go down, though. Uh, Newport. Now, I don't know, in my head, I don't know if. I think they've challenged a few years around the playoffs. Last year, they fell away quite significantly. Or did they come back quite significantly? Either way, they finished mid table last year, I believe. So they were around the playoffs before that. So I don't think they'll be as strong. Uh, but yeah, this area of the table is quite tough to call. I am going to put Newport in 18th. Crew in 17th. I have a soft spot for Crew. They used to be an absolute banker on their way to promotion. Became a side that were always in my accumulators. But they have lost key players. And they could be expected to drop a little further. But yeah, I still think they've got a decent side. I do actually like the Harvey Davies loan as well. Uh, so, be excited to see how he does, I imagine, for crew fans. But yeah, 17th. Sutton 16th. Now, I mean, if you look at the opening day result against Notts County, you could argue they might end up, end, end up being higher. But, they're a club that are doing well. Um, I don't think they've got almost a stature. Like you're looking almost uh, nationally, you've got teams like Chesterfield, um, Hartlepool have been there and thereabouts occasionally, but Oldham, teams that you could argue have a bit more of a stature, but at the same time, they're just growing in strength and they keep getting better. And I, I think the fans will be content with another season in League Two in the Football League. So, yeah, 16, Barrow 15. I'm really struggling to call Barrow because. They could easily be in the playoffs almost. I think there's a lot of debate to be had. But I'm just not sure it's their year year yet. They keep surprising me. Um, I'm not going to lie. I do pre-season bets before the season starts. And Barrow have been on my to get relegated bet for the last two years. Promise you they weren't this season. So yeah, Barrow 15th. 14th, Accrington. They finally came down. Unfortunately, I just do think they'll stay down. Uh, 13th, Tramia. I just expected a bit more from Tranmere last season, and I don't feel like we ever got it. Um, again, I think this is a bit of a tough one. I think it'll be more of the same, but at the same time, like looking at it now, and 
across looking at how the first week's fixtures went, I could definitely drop them down to and move Atkinson and Barrow up one. But I'll stick to my original table. Uh, Colchester I've got in 12th. Now, I, want, I wanted to put them higher because the things I've read, I, I quite like the sound of the investment almost in youth and development and stuff. And they've got quite an exciting side. But I think I'm going on the positive that I see. I, I don't know the club in and out. I don't watch League 2 regularly. I always have accumulators on the Football League, so I like to keep an eye out. But I can't claim to know. A lot of people have around mid-table. I'm going to 11th. Now, this is probably my more, maybe my most controversial one of this division. I'm going to go Doncaster. I'm not, I just don't, I don't see it, I don't believe in the optimism as much. I think there's a lot of big hitters in this league, and I think they will continue to improve once those teams leave, but I mean, I'm looking at this, probably Doncaster upwards and thinking, yeah, these can finish in any order, uh, any of them can have a good run. Doncaster, I am going to put in 11th, which is still improvement. In 10th, I've got Bradford now after the weekend and losing to Crawley Town of all teams. Uh, a bit disappointing, but I think Mark Hughes is still a good enough manager. And they do have to get over last season's disappointment. You know, they had a good campaign last time out, but it did end on a low. So it's a lot. It's a lot to bounce back from. I think similar to Doncaster, there's a few too many better sides. And I think Bradford, just looking at the team on paper, I think they're a bit top-heavy. And because of the high quality of opposition, I think some teams might just have too much for them. In ninth, Swindon. I think I'm putting Swindon there because, again, based on research, a lot of people saying they are desperate to go up instantly, they're giving that impression and I don't believe they'll I, I think they'll do whatever it takes let's put it that way and I think that'll keep them fighting towards the end, they could definitely scrape in Grimsby now I've got them in 8th a side that was very hard for me to predict I think um, it'll just miss out on the playoffs but I still think it's a good season um, I was reading that they've signed Danny Rose from Stevenage. He looks like a quality signing. And goals that will surely help them. They're a bit of an underdog. Uh, they've got that fight, got that togetherness. I think, I think they could surprise a few and finish eighth this year. Uh, seventh. I think. Now again, I think they are one of the more. <sighs> They're a team I'm struggling to judge. Uh, last year I had them as my league winners and yeah they weren't there um, but I do think they'll keep pushing and I do think there's a chance they'll win the lottery at the playoffs so yeah decent season I think they will go up soon um, sick Salford now I feel like we've all been waiting for them to get promoted for a while I think the understanding of the backing of uh, Neville and Co I think I've almost been waiting for it and it just never seems to happen but I do think they'll be in the playoffs. And again, that brings about, oh, will it, will it not? Uh, so, 
whether Carragher can be able to continue giving another few digs, we'll wait and see. But six Salford, fifth, Gillingham. I've seen a lot of people rating their chances, and I'm struggling to disagree. I just think it's a lot of positive changes made. Be a huge step forward. I think they're one to keep an eye on. Now, this is tough, and unlike in my Premier League predictions, where I have eventually given up on Liverpool. The side I've got to win the league to is one I predict. I <laughs> I went on it because of the odds for my accumulator. Because I think there's just two higher odds. I think people are mistaken the quality they had because of how bad last season was. But we'll get to them. I do think this top four could be in almost any order. I mean, fourth, we've got Wrexham. I think they've had some unbelievable signings. They've got some quality players. They've Started slow though in recent years, and I mean, obviously, we saw this weekend that they've started a bit slow. And I just think maybe with the fans as well, and the pundits, and the fact they're so mainstream, people are underestimating the quality in this division and how good the top three for me are. So, you know, they've got Mullin out, they need him back as soon as possible, they need him to get up to speed because he is a quality striker. but this is a tough one because it is a little controversial, but I do think they'll finish fourth. I do think they'll be impressive form towards the end of the season. I think they'll come good. Um, So at the same time, I do think they'll go up by the playoffs. I, I can't see them not getting promoted. I just think probably it'll be the long way, long way around for Wrexham. In third, Knox County. I think there's a lot to be hyped about when it comes to these newly promoted sides but at the same time I think the top two are also very good teams that we're forgetting about but I think Notts County their season went under the radar last year everyone was focused on Wrexham you know the Hollywood club uh, so I don't I don't believe Notts County have had the flowers and I think they've added even more quality to the side and it's a squad that will definitely be looking to go straight up. Can't see why not. Notts County third. Stockport second. I thought they would have gone up last year if I'm honest. Uh, I can't see them missing out this time. They've got one of the deepest squads in the league. It's filled with quality. Yeah, I, they're just a really, really good side. About time they went up after last season's... Uh, Disappointment for me. And then in first, I've got MK Dons. Now, I should probably mention my pre-season bets, so you know what I'm talking about. But I have done it, and I have done them to go up. They were 16-1, to 1, and I just think that is absolutely mental. Uh, I think they've got a quality side still. Last time they came down, they went straight back up. Uh, and they've gone for a very similar approach of how it happened last time. I think they'll win it. I do. And, uh, yeah, that's that's the end of League 2. Now, briefly, we will go into my accumulator because I've mentioned it a couple of times and I haven't yet said what it is. So, there's a couple of pre-season bets for me. Um, but the main ones are my to win the league. So we've got MK Dons, we've got Derby, Leicester and Liverpool. 
Uh, I've got £2.50 each way, which returns 10700 which would be lovely. MK Dons and Liverpool had main reasons for that. Uh, and then we've got my relegation effort that is already I've got a smaller cash out. I've gone Crawley, Wigan, Queen's Park Rangers and Wolves. Now, I'm already disagreeing with myself on that. And you'll see very shortly of why I already disagree with myself just after actually, you know, doing research in uh, preparation for this. But yeah, those are my pre-season bets. Uh, it's exciting to see what happens. I've, I've done them for the last few years. Um, we got a good cash out a couple of years ago uh, for a just a free bet I chucked on pre-season and just had a bit of extra fun into the season. Uh, so yeah, anyway, let's carry on. It's uh, going to be a long podcast anyway, so we will get into League One. And again, just looking at the names in this division, I just think it's crazy. I think there's so many good teams all the way through the Football League now. And it's just unpredictable. But one thing I will say about this is, my top three are probably clear. Um, I'm going to try to be quicker with this. As you know, we've still got the championship to go. So, yeah, let's get right into it with... Oh, do I change my mind? No, 24th Cambridge. Paul last season, top scorers left. I think the relegation fight could be tight. But I do think they'll be at the very bottom of it. Do I? Or, yeah, no, I, I do think they will. I think they had um, a good, res a fantastic result on the opening day, but I'm not going to let that affect my judgment. And I think they'll, yeah, they'll go down bottom. Twenty third, Cheltenham. Now they did not have a good result on the opening day, and I can't see much convince me much will change. I do like Cheltenham again for accumulator reasons, but I don't see them finishing much higher. I think in fact them and Cambridge and the next side Carlisle will be the three closest. I think Carlisle I feel like a lot of people have them in the bottom three and I can't see anything to just to make me think otherwise. It's not enough improvement. It was a side that did very well to get in did well in the playoffs. But they arguably were better teams like Stockport for me last season. So yeah. Carlisle 22nd, 21st, Stevenage. I didn't expect them to do particularly well last year. And although they've had a good window, I just don't think there's enough quality. I think realistically, they will be down there. So I didn't expect much last season, so I'm not really expecting much this season either. I don't know. They, they shot me last season, they could shot me this year. Good result in week one. Um, Yeah. 21st, 20th Port Vale. Now, with Port Vale, Edmonds go down last season surprised me. Um, I think they could scrape survival again, but they will be there or thereabouts. And I think we saw against Barnsley just how poor they were. Um, 19 Fleetwood. Another side that I think have done well in the recent years. I think they'll stay up again. Uh, they have a few standout players, a few players to rely on, but nothing too exciting this year. 
18th, Northampton. Um, great season to get up. I think they almost refuse not to go up. Uh, they need to keep the squad fit this year. Because if they don't, they will be going straight back down. But, benefit of the doubt, they haven't got the injuries yet. Um, I think they'll stay up. 17th, Leighton Orient. Now, last season's champions. Should have enough for a mid-table finish for me. I don't think there's too much to say. I think they're just a good side that will do okay. Shrewsbury in 16th. Now, I think with the changes around the club, there's a few backward steps this season. But I do think it'll bring success in the future. I think they're a tough one to call. So, I didn't have anyone for 16th, so they've ended up in it. 15th, 13. Uh, I could see them anywhere in this 12 to 18 region. So, again, they're just going 15th. It is a really tough one to call. And now 14th, and I'm sure a lot of you have been waiting for it because they were in my pre-season bet. But, yes, it's Wigan. Now, I should have done my research before I put Wigan has decided to go down in my bet. But I didn't. So, you know, here we are. Wigan 14th. I think things coming back around for them. Might be their division for the year. Realistically, I still won't be shocked if something went wrong. I think things might be a bit fragile still. And, you know, a lot can happen in football. 14th is realistic compared to the relegations on Adam Pudding. Uh, 13th, Reading. Reading were a tough one. Uh, but I just, I don't think they have a very thick squad. I don't think they have enough quality to bounce straight back up either. So I think around mid-table, I do think they're better than the teams below them though. So yeah, 13th, 12th. This was a tough one. Gone Lincoln City. Now, I've been very torn between sneaking into the top six or if I think they'll fall away mid-table. Because I'm just not convinced they'll turn enough draws into wins. But I do think they'll be a tough side to beat. Uh, 11th Bristol Rovers. An exciting young team. Similar to Colchester in League 2 in the sense of like, just from my research, and I could be wrong, I could have read the wrong articles, I trust, might be trusting the wrong people, but I believe, I'm quite optimistic for them. 10th uh, Exeter, now this is almost definitely slightly biased. Uh, they need the good science to settle in, but the scouting department looks to have done a good job. Um, Exeter have been a club that I've backed regularly, and they've always done well for me, so I hope they keep doing well, I've got them in 10th. Ninth is the team Exeter actually thrashed last time out, and this is one of the tough ones for is Wickham. Angel's gone to QPR, who we'll get on to later, but his style was successful with Wickham, and now Wickham are expected to change their style quite drastically. They need to learn something new quick to push on, but they are an experienced side in this division who do tend to do pretty well in it. Eighth, Oxford. Now, everyone was shocked by last season. But then after seeing them the first game of this season, I'm starting to think if maybe that's just them. It can't all be fixed overnight, but at the same time they've got a really good squad with some good additions. Yeah, I'm gonna go eighth. Uh I think they've got to come good. Seventh, I've gone Peterborough. Uh they bought off bottled the playoff final blah, blah, blah. They bottled the playoff final spot and that might have been their best opportunity to go up. Uh, there's good sides up and down the division. 
And it's going to be tight around the playoffs, I think. They could sneak in. But I just, I, I'm not sure they will. Uh, sixth, I've got Blackpool. Neil Critchley's back. And he's got them up for four. I think they're still better sides. But they could definitely be challenging for the top end of the table. Uh, decent side. Uh, Charlton fifth. I was just expecting more improvement on last year. And everything around the club feels optimistic. So yeah, Charlton fifth. Portsmouth fourth. Again, I don't know. I just always expect Portsmouth to come up. Again, maybe it's the name of a, you know, my early Premier League years. But they just seem to have grown well. But then they've hit this like roadblock where they just can't get up. But I do think they'll get a very good run at it this year. I don't think they're as good as the top three. But, you know, the playoffs is anybody's game. So they could easily go up via the playoffs. And good luck to them. But I do think it'll be fourth. Third, Barnsley. Now, this is a tough one. I think the 7-0 is a lot more to how bad Portville were than to how good Barnsley was. And, but Barnsley do tend to do well in this division. They've got a new manager, so that kind of leaves me a bit on could go either way. But they looked good last season. I just can't see them not being around the top end again. Uh, second, Bolton. Really didn't know which way to go with this one, but I've gone with them in second. Uh, they keep progressing, they keep getting better, and I'm just expecting to progress again and be in the championship. Um, the quality side, they need Baxter to come in and go and play well, because Trafford's a big loss, as all of us neutrals saw in the Euros for uh, ones. But yeah, second for Bolton. And top is Derby. This time they've got enough preparation, um, a good pre-season in the sense of, you know, to get the people in they want, just get more up to speed. And yeah, I think they'll, I think they'll be up this year. And I think Derby fans will be very happy because realistically, I think it could have been a, a hell of a lot worse for them. Uh, I'd love to say it only gets easier now, but it actually, I'd argue, it gets harder. I think the championship, as many talk about is the toughest league in the world. I think it's just crazy. Teams can go on such winning runs, but they can also go on losing runs, and just everything changes so often. Like, there's been many a times you can see teams in the playoffs only a win or two away from teams down in, like, 16th. It's just... It's in a world of its own, the championship, which is why I think this is the one I'll be the furthest off on. But... We will give it a good go, and I can't wait to hear some of your guys' predictions as well. Uh, right, <laughs> expect some shockers. In 24th, I've got QPR. Now, this is a tough one, because I actually like Ainsworth, and I think he's quite effective. But there's already negativity around the club, and if his style doesn't produce results, which it didn't really do in his run at the end of the season... It, it could just become a mess. It could become a bit toxic and worrying. And yeah. The thing with QPI is I won't be surprised to see Warnock back there after he gets sacked from Huddersfield and somehow keeps him up in a miraculous escape. But for now, 24th. 23rd, Sheffield Wednesday. Now, Moore was given a lot of power in the club, which is why I think losing him will affect them a bit more than perhaps they want. Uh, it was a historic playoff run as well, where I think the players would have been so behind him. 
So yeah, tough one to replace. 23rd. 22nd will be Rotherham. Did well last season, but I don't think they have enough quality to avoid the drop this time. 21st, and this was a tough one, Huddersfield. Now, just how committed is Neil Warnock? He gave it all up, what, not that long ago at all. He's done a favour. How long will that favour last if things turn rotten? He is a good manager, though, and they got some great results last season to somehow survive. It's just a lot of pressure on him. I don't know if he'll stick around, but to get the next right appointment, it might not matter. I think I think they'll survive, but it's tough when I have a way. Uh, 20th is Plymouth. Just beat Huddersfield, but I think they'll get enough points to survive. They're very well run. Uh, Schumacher is quite an exciting manager. Could be one to watch definitely in this division. I think they'll be fine, Plymouth. In fact, I might have put them too low. It's another one where I'm very much debating. No, no, we're sticking with it. Can't mess around now, get complicated. 19th. I like Lowe, but I'm going Preston. I think he's good enough to keep papering over the cracks, but Preston are only going one way. And that is down for me. Just not down, down yet. Just lower in the table. 19th. Uh, 18th. And now I'm getting a bit outrageous, and after the first game of the season, I'm dating it. Watford. Now, again, like I said, big call, but I just I don't think they'll give the manager enough time to build his own squad and to play his style of play. I think he'll get sacked inevitably. He'll get someone else in. I just think it's a huge gamble. I think that club could it's just a bit of a mess, and they don't have the quality right now to challenge the top six and when you're that far away and the fans will be getting to get fed up with the method that they use again it could get toxic 18th 17th bristol say now i can't lie i'm struggling i don't really know who else to put here because uh, there's just a few sides that i want to i suppose put a little bit higher than some people have i'm gonna go bristol city i think Scott Money might be coming in a bit too late to get the players they want in and up to speed and will they get the right players in. If buts maybe is to go in seventeenth for now to be safe. Sixteenth Norwich. Again <laughs> this is probably a very silly call, but it's just another club that's filled with a bit of hostility. The club and the fans seem separated right now and it's another team that if they don't start well Unfortunately, they have. But if they don't continue to do well, negativity can link onto the pitch, and suddenly the pressure on Mount, and it could all go wrong. So, 16th. Cardiff, 15th. Now, I'm not going to lie, this one has slightly been tweaked by the weekend because not the result, but the facts that I actually quite like the team, quite like what they've built. Now, what I do think injuries will decide their season, injury free. And I think they could be even higher than 15th. But, be hit by injuries. And to certain names in the team. And suddenly, they could drop like a stone. And I would not be surprised to see them fighting to stay up. 15th. 14th Stoke. They've invested consistently. And everyone keeps expecting to go up. But, just a lot of changes at the club. And I think this season might be a bit better to... I think they might do better 
focusing on putting some building blocks down. They will go up eventually. They can't keep getting it wrong. Matter of time, 14th, 13th, Birmingham. I've got caught up a bit with the news. They've got a lot of talent coming through. Signings are promising, but there's still gaps. 13th seems a safe place to put them, but I wouldn't be blown away to see them finish a bit lower. But then at the same time, as I think as the players settle and do well under pressure, they could finish higher. So, yeah, it's just tough. But 13th, 12th hole. Uh, a lot of promise and some very good signs, but it's a long season. Um, I'm not convinced on the manager just yet. And with that, I do think the squad just might get caught out eventually. So 12th, 11th, West Brom. Now, I knew a bit that they were poorly ran, but after doing research, people slaughter them. And could arguably say the worst run club in the league. But they do have arguably the best manager. And that should be enough to see them challenge. So I just can't see them finishing below 11th. So 11th for West Brom. 10th Swansea. I just don't think the squad is top 6 on paper. I think they have done very well though. Going from Martin to Duff. Duff's overachieved in his last couple of jobs. And he has the CV to do the same here in a very tough division. But I think the tough division... Will stop him from overachieving too much. Tenth, ninth, Coventry. Now they've lost a few. I say a few. They've lost the main man up front, but they've just progressed so well over the last few years. I'm confident they will continue to grow. Now, being in and around the playoffs is probably expected, but I think it could go either way, depending how the new signings go up front. Now, if they're betting quickly, if they're scoring lots of goals, then suddenly. Commentary can push up the table, but at the same time, they need those goals, and they'll need them pretty quick. I think ninth in the end of the season, eighth Millwall, stronger squad, but again, it's a stronger league, so I do think they'll miss out again. Should be in the conversation though. Seventh Blackburn, another side that is a tough one. I think I could get wrong. I nearly put them tenth just because I could see them being anywhere mid table, and when you do the points at the end of how far off you are. It would have been safer. But I have gone seventh. Continue to develop. The youth continues to get better. Uh, Tottenham scouting around. So that they've got enough quality, Blackburn. I do believe they haven't. It'll just be a lot of pressure, which is why I don't think they'll get over the hurdle and into the playoffs. So, yeah. So, sixth, Middlesbrough. They've got a lot of potentially amazing players, and Carrick has a lot of potential himself. And he does seem to be doing a good job, but few too many of some buts. Uh, yes, yeah, so I can't put them above the sides above. Maybe I could put them on position higher, but I am going to give Sunderland the benefit of the doubt and put them in fifth. They were hurt by injuries last time, still did pretty well. But injuries can be hard to shake, and some players can just end up with niggles for a while so not out of the woods yet the optimism i think will almost climb them high i think the fans are so passionate right now have so much belief in the way the club's going the way the club's run at the minute i think it will climb them up the table and maybe even higher than this but i did like the arrow i did like that bit of flair and i think that could be a miss even though they have brought in some goal threats up front 
fourth. Do I change my mind last minute? No, Southampton. Southampton. It's a side full of quality, and Martin will get them playing wonderful football. However, you just—they have as much as you could argue this is them being well run. And that every player does have a price. I think it could come back to bite them because teams like Liverpool and West Ham will. There's a good chance they will likely spend the money Southampton are asking for on Lavia and Ward Prowse, which is fantastic. Gets the money in, but at the same time, they're running out of time to reinvest in the squad, and they need those players to be better in, especially with the style of play Martin likes. Then again, Lavia hasn't featured much, and Ward Prowse isn't definitely going to go. But you know they've got a few others that people are sniffing around. So uh, I just wonder whether that could come back to bite them. And I think sometimes teams that are hard to be might be able to see out this Southampton side while they're learning this style of play. I'm just going to go fourth, third. Yes, I've got sucked into the hype. Ipswich. McKenna is quality. What a job he's done. The only thing that worries me about Ipswich is last season they had that that run mid season that almost threw it away for a while. I think Chef Wednesday went top, but either way, it was worrying. They can't afford that because the championship is a lot closer. But if they can go on another winning run, and you look, you look at the opening day of the season, fantastic result against Sunderland. I think they could be up there. I am maybe debating putting this higher though. Uh, it's happening now. Uh, second, it uh, leads. Sorry, Leeds United. I actually want to put Leeds lower, but somehow they've they've ended up here because they're just better than the team below them, I guess. But my main issue is I think Fart could could need a year, and uh, I think the transfers have been a mess. I think these players have let on loan. Next season, they'll be able to sell. They won't have the clauses in the contract. I think it could take a bit of time, but they also don't have a creative midfielder. Uh, you could see that against Cardiff. Just don't have a Pablo Hernandez anymore. So, yeah, I don't know why they're this high up. I do believe investments come in because right now they definitely want, they're not finishing second. They've with Cooper out, I'm not sure how long for, after his injury in the first game. They're desperate for defensive improvement. They already were. They were starting with two left-footed centre-backs, which I know is maybe petty. I just don't like it. You need a right foot and a left foot, in my opinion. Uh, but I do believe they'll get it. I think they'll get Nat Phillips from us, which I think will be a really good signing. As long as they can keep not on Sinistera, I think they are levels above some of the players in the championship Leeds should be fine, they've got some fantastic youth coming through that I look forward to seeing play, I think Creswell should do well, uh, Gray looks fantastic, Drummer at right back yeah I think second and then first and I'm actually going to say they win it comfortably Leicester uh, the style of playing pre-season is just it's exciting and they've transformed it into a fantastic performance on the opening day. 
could see Pereira almost be the inverted fallback role that you see in the top division of uh, like it was just very pep like very Arteta like they could still lose players which does add question marks but then again look at the bench they're they're a joke they should not be in this league I'm gonna go up without any questions for me I just think they're too good and the players look like they're behind the manager that they believe they'll be back up so I think yeah Leicester top and that is it finally we have uh, covered all four of the English divisions now I hope you've all enjoyed it I can imagine anyone watching might have been screaming in retaliation to some of my uh, debatable choices but you know here we are at the end and I hope you can tweet at it's that football show or that football show either or I, please hashtag it uh, tweet it and I'll look forward to seeing some of your guys opinions please tell me the ones I've got the most wrong and please tell me the, perhaps the controversial ones you agree with uh, even show me your tables or even just your promoter and your relegated or for the Premier League your top four or is it it's five now isn't it and relegation just to compare it's going to be a very very exciting season and I can't wait for it and I hope a lot of you will join me going through this season and I hope I can talk to a lot of you because it would be nice to hear such a variety of opinions from a variety of fans from a variety of clubs uh, but yeah there's no review this week I will be planning on doing one next week do work so it is tough to stay up to date but I will try my best I hope people appreciate the content and are excited please let me know if you want to get involved Again, hashtag it's that football show. Um, we'd look to look to get people involved as soon as possible, really, on like standalone episodes where we discuss certain clubs, maybe debate certain decisions. Either way, reach out, let us know improvements, let us know about today's content. And yeah, good season ahead. Hopefully, there's a lot of exciting things to come this year. We're excited. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Goodbye.